<laughs> and show this humanity. You know what I'm saying? And so your humanity will be tested on every single moment. In the midst can of I just tie? I'm just tired of testing. And can I just? Can I? I just. That's I'm being for real. No, like, I'm just real. tired of being tested. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's draining. Testing is draining. I, I SOL tested. Scantron tests <laughs> any test. I was so tired of tests. I'm tired of tests. But testing. a purpose of a test is to show you where you still need work in. And to in the areas where you need work in, you are getting better at to prepare you for the next level. So the question is, do we want to go to the next level or are we comfortable where we are? Yo, welcome to the cave with Mel Troy and Lex. The podcast with men that have a safe space. We on all platforms. You need to tune in. Hit the like button, subscribe, and share with your friends. Welcome to Mel D. The podcast with men that have a safe space. Welcome to Mel D. Welcome to the cave with Mel Troy and Lex. Lex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Louis C.K.? Yes. Did you Did you see his joke about uh, it, I, it's uh, it's called of course, but maybe, Mm-mm. Bruh, He got this whole joke. He got this whole joke talking about how, uh, of course, we need to protect kids that got food allergies, <laughs> who got peanut allergies. We should separate their food and all that type of stuff. Of course, of course. But maybe. <laughs> now that sounds like something I would die laughing said, at. He said, but maybe, maybe if we close our eyes for a whole year, we get rid of this whole disease. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> what's going on, man? We back another edition of the Melly D's podcast. What's going on? It's your boy Melly Mel, aka Melly Badass, aka Meek Mel, aka your favorite truth teller, aka if you don't want to know. Don't, Don't ask, ask me. me. And it's your boy T. Roy, aka your neighborhood Hope Dealer, aka I'm representing the cave today, Cave Gang. Now listen, everybody keeps asking me. I need to get a hat. I need to get a shirt. Come on, we working on it. We okay? are working on. We it. are literally working on literally. it. Literally. Because here's here's the problem, and I'll I'll bring you into our our conversations. We want to make sure you we give you quality. I mean, if you want it, we can get you something from Etsy right now. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And make it happen. But we want to make sure that our shirts are quality. We want to make sure our hats are quality and that we have a, a a good target price so that not only can you get one for yourself, but you can also get it for someone else, too. You know what I'm saying? Because we want everybody to be a part of the cave. You know, so shout out to the cave. All facts. Legit. Like, we, the quality is the main thing. We're not really in it to profit. Obviously, that would be nice. But what we really care about wholeheartedly is the quality of it and we're trying to figure out a way to provide the best quality without hitting niggas over the head to get it you know what i'm saying right. so once we figure that out we'll definitely drop the shirts we'll drop the hats we know y'all been asking about these joints every other day trust me i want to get it to you um but we definitely trying to figure it out just know it's on the way i'll say it like that it's on the it's way. on the way if you know a plug if you know somebody Tap in with us, send us their direction. Maybe we could shortcut this process and get it done faster. Because that's how a lot of work is done. For real. Word of mouth, people that you know. Hey, man, I know somebody who got the quality shirts. I'll bet. DM me. Let me me know. Let me know. And then that way we can work with them. 
we can we can keep money with inside of our community. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we can make sure that people get the quality stuff that we they touch need. on every level. Because one thing I hate about um, the reason why I don't purchase a lot of stuff anymore is because when you purchase it, you wash it one good time. It ain't the it's shirt done. no more. It ain't done. It ain't. It ain't it no more. And especially on the hats, you know what I'm saying? Like you, we could easily get a screen screen printed hat, but these joints. Who want that? These are stitch. These are stitch. This embroidery. Yeah. I took because of quality. You feel right. me? That's why y'all love the hat so much. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> of quality. <laughs> Come on, I'm telling you. I mean, and I know people like just get get a snapback from anywhere. I don't want to just get a snapback from anywhere because I won't be able to to justify the quality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Y'all see me every episode. I got a hat. Hat is like my thing. You know, so I wanted to. Be like, I want to represent. Yeah. And then we could put out some non-quality stuff, but who's to say you'll come back? You know Trash. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So we want to put out the, you know, I don't know what we're going to call it. Let's just call it the Cave Ones. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the mm-hmm. Cave Ones is nice. Make come out with the Cave Twos. When they come out, <laughs> we want you to be a part of that. And the Cave Threes, you know, as we keep on going. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. We're trying to do it all. If you can't tell... By now, we are down a man. I know y'all wondering where he is. <laughs> Where's NBA the minutes? Boy, NBA old boy. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Dr. Life Coach Lace. My man is on vacation. He didn't want to rock with us right now. He didn't invite us to his vacation. Let me he throw that not. out there as well. Uh, we learned at the last minute that he would be on vacation. So I just, <laughs> I just, just want to put that out there that uh, Lace is down right now. Uh, and we, we look for him to get back. We hope he enjoys his vacation, which I soon hope to be taking myself. So and it's you know, well earned too. It's well earned. I'm, I'm not hating on the vacation. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing that I I, I I struggle with when it comes to vacation time. I always wait to the end of the year, Christmas time, to use all my vacation. To be quite honest with you, if you have to go to the office any time of the year, Christmas time is the time to go. I know that sounds crazy. I'm with you because everybody else is gone. Everybody else is gone. You could basically walk around the office with no shoes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Frito smelling I toes you to say out. No clothes. At first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk around your office with no clothes on. Okay, make sure you're wearing clothes. But no one's at the office. You can get there when you get there. You waking up at twelve o'clock anyway, wasting your whole day. You know what I'm saying? Could you waking up that late and still going to the office? No, I'm just. Uh, no, I'm saying when you're when, uh, during the Christmas holiday. Oh, oh, during the Christmas holiday, I got you. You just waking up late. You basically miss the whole day. You miss breakfast. You Which know I what appreciate I'm saying? anyway. You miss. You appreciate what? Just waking up late. I, okay, I do appreciate waking up late, but like, let me wake up at eight o'clock, get to the office at nine nine thirty, instead of me waking up at eleven, scrolling until twelve, finally mm-hmm. brushing my teeth at twelve thirty. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. I got you. That way I can get my day going, you know. I get the blood flowing and stuff like that. Might even get a workout in if your office got a uh, workout facility. You know what I'm saying? You work at home. so I, work, I was about to say. My you office, do push-ups. <laughs> my office does not have a workout facility yet. but <laughs> <laughs> You got a treadmill. We, we do have a kitchen. Got a treadmill. We got a, nice a kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. We, got a, we got a treadmill for light walking. Yeah. I'm saying we have a nice recreational area outside. Get your jail push-ups on, bro. I, I get my jail push-ups on. I, I see. I hundred a day. You do a hundred pushups a day. Hundred a day keeps the doctor away. Like straight out. I usually will do two sets of fifty. You can knock out fifty pushups. I technically could do more than fifty in a straight set, but I usually just do fifty. I just stop at fifty. I probably could do about seventy in a straight set. Oh, but that's over time. I didn't start off just sure, doing sure, sure, seventy sure, sure. straight. But the more you do the 
hundred a day or fifty a day, it just becomes it builds up. It comes easier. Yeah, yeah. So go to work during Christmas time. You all that to say this: use your vacation now. Because here's the thing: your job can let you go to mall and you lose all of it. Facts. Because they don't care. Most of them don't even you. pay out your remaining vacation. Depending on if it's a good company, they will. But most of them won't give you a vacation time, right? Days or whatever. Exactly. And I know a lot of people is like uh, a lot of companies. If uh, you got to use them or lose them, so that's not cool. But uh, a lot of them you can bank, which is cool. You can bank your vacation days. But my black people, my people, period. Take your vacation days. Take your mental health days. Uh, take all those days that you can because they don't care about you. You need to make sure you take care. <laughs> you make sure you care about. I'm yourself. not gonna think. I don't think that black people have a problem taking vacation days. I think that we're probably very good about using our days, even days we don't have. Even when we run out of days, we take days. So I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the issue is black people taking their days. I think it's either. For most for most of us, we don't have a middle ground with the days. Either we um, use them all up, yes, you know what I'm saying, or we bank them strategically for something that we may want to do later. E- either we work at a company that will pay us out for the days, sure, or we know we can accumulate a lot of them, so we just let them stack up so we can take off a bunch of time at one time. That's true. So I I don't think that black people have a problem taking. And you know what? I, I, I ain't even gonna hold you. I was just talking from a place of privilege. I legit was talking from a place of privilege because my job and and I, I I fully acknowledge it. My job offers a bunch of vacation days up front. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know some people they get on the job, they only get five days well, of vacation. Accumulate. Yeah, and you have they to try to break it down five, six, five, five yeah. vacation. And I understand sometimes personal. you have to be co- you have to be conscious of your vacation days, because if you use them all up, you won't be able to use them at all yeah. when, when you need them. When so, you need them throughout the year. Yeah. But if you do have them, use them. If you do have them, use them. And then if you do have them, strategically place them around holidays. Big facts. So that you can get more days off throughout the year. Matter of fact, uh, back in July, 4th of July fell on a Tuesday. So put that vacation on that Monday. On that Monday. Four day if weekend. If you smart, you take off Friday. Yes. Friday and Monday. So now you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. There you, you go. You just got five, what's that, five days? You just got five days off, but you only took two? Yeah. And they gave you one? Yeah. So I'm just saying, strategically place them around holidays. Strategically. But I'm also talking from a place of privilege because my job offers me unlimited PTO. So Base. I yeah. take off whenever I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I work from home and I take off whenever I want to. Yeah. Um, and sometimes working from home is like being off because if you get really good at your job, you figure out the system. Like yes. most people figure out and you yeah. figure out how to work your day and then your day be free, this and that. So yeah. I am talking from a place of privilege because I don't leave my home unless I want to. Never thought I would say that statement. What? I'm talking from a place of privilege. I'm talking from a place of privilege. I never thought I would say that. I'm glad that I can say I'm talking from <laughs> It feels good, don't it? Pla- yeah, it do. I'm not going to act like it don't. I'm not going to act like Is it don't. Is this what privilege feels like? To a certain degree, yes. Because I like it. Who said we didn't want it? We just want to be able to have access to it. Privilege only sucks when you feel like you can't have access to it. But when it's when privilege is oftentimes used, it's used in a negative connotation. Yeah, because we don't have access to it. So people try to make it neg- <laughs> negative because they don't have access to it. So if those people had that privilege, they wouldn't they even wouldn't be, be talking about it. <laughs> that's a fact, bro. I know it sounds bad, but that's a fact. If people had privilege, 
a certain measure of privilege or access to it, they wouldn't be talking about privilege unless they were one of those um, social activist types that want to advocate on behalf of others who may, who they believe may be marginalized and want to help them out. Then they may, but largely most people are going to be quiet. That is a good point. Are they arguing that no one has privilege or everybody should have privilege? They're, they're, I, I just answered my question. They are, yes. They're arguing for everyone to have opportunity and privilege. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without there being a, a line drawn in the sand, one group being able to benefit from something that another one doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But I think privilege exists everywhere. Not just, I know we usually talk about America because that's where we live, but I think privilege in every nation exists to some degree. Oh, big There's going to be some type of privilege in every nation, whatever it may be. And, the, and it's probably not a color barrier. It could be financial you yeah. know what I'm saying or something like that but there is a, a privilege everywhere so I think that that's not going to go anywhere and people who have privilege um, aren't necessarily talking about making sure others have it because they already benefit from it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I am talking from a place of privilege I'm not going <laughs> to act like I'm not going to act like it doesn't feel good to have privilege or to have certain things that you don't have to worry about um, things that you used to worry about not having to worry about anymore sure. or anything like that because that's the whole point of not sleeping at night. The whole point of being up trying to figure out how you're going to take care of tomorrow, making the moves to get to a certain point. I'd be foolish to do all that work and then act like I'm not happy to reap some of the benefits of Big the work and time that was, that was that I put in, but then also some of the opportunities that were provided to me that I took advantage of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not about to act like I don't enjoy a certain measure of privilege yeah. because I work my ass off to get it. Big facts. So big facts. We earn it. Yeah. Earning our leisure, earning my leisure. Yes. I'm on that. I didn't understand what that meant until like the other day after I watched 1600 podcasts of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I kept saying, Oh, this is earn your leisure. I earn your leisure. I mean, at least earn you, your leisure. At least and then I was like, in. Oh, earn yeah. your, your leisure. leisure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I really do like that. I appreciate that, though. Yeah. I'm on that. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, okay. Let, let, let's acknowledge this. We have new arms. We have new. We do, and I keep moving. We got it new around. equipment for the podcast, right? Male. Has been in love since he since we've been here. I'm talking about Mike been in his face. I'm look, bro. He been he been moving it up and down <laughs> like this, and I'm like I'm like pause. Stop moving the mic. I'm like pause, man. Pause. That's really pausable. That but, mic stand was crazy. I wasn't mobile. It I was move. I feel like more of myself right now. Watch previous episodes. You can see like we are we are literally glued to one area. Because we have no more. You know mobility. what's funny? You know what? I, I, okay. Obviously, I enjoy the progress that we made to with the podcast. To yes. be like on a network and stuff like that, and actually be in a studio and whatnot. But I feel like there were some episodes that we had in the past that would have hit way harder if they were in episodes. If they were in in studio. studio. I'm sorry. We had some. We had some fire episodes in the past that I feel like once we got our groove and had our motion and figured ourselves out that if they were in studio. Would have been even better. I 100% agree with you. I wish we could have got to this sooner. But uh, I appreciate having it right now. Specifically, my favorite episode is Am I Black Enough? Mm-hmm. And The Audacity. No, it's The Audacity. The one that you were... Um, the Pro-Ho episode was really good, too. That's episode 50. That's episode That's 50. That's my favorite one. Yes. 
I, really I was did. arguing with Lace about if he would tell me if. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, I was arguing with Lace about if he if he should tell me if he knows that someone that I'm messing with or dating used to date one of his homeboys or something like that mm. or know something about their past that's questionable should he tell me or not and he largely said no he wouldn't tell me and that's that person's story to tell me and i told him that i would fire off on him immediately <laughs> 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 i would swing off on him immediately if i discovered later on that he knew the whole time and yes. didn't tell me and i found out about something because he should tell me also, that was pretty much the premise of the episode. I won't. I won't. I won't, that, I won't. And, and also that we should not be talking about people's body counts. I won't bring up old stuff. I know. I'm just saying that was my episode. That was what we was talking about. For those who are in, interested in what episode <coughs> 50 was about, I oh, just kind of yeah. gave some. That's really good. You know what I'm like saying? our favorite Back episodes. Uh, Kiki, do you love me? Amazing. Do you love me? That was actually a good one. That was a really good one. Zion Williamson is a victim. Zion Williams is a victim. It's one of my favorite episodes. The one that I didn't necessarily think that would come off really good, and I actually said, let's put it in the vault, uh, was Derek Jackson is a Derek Jackson is a predator. And a lot of people have been liking it. Have you seen the comments? I have not. People have been liking it, liking the episode. I did not. They've been saying it was a good episode. Well, you said it was a good episode, so I ran with Once it. Once I listened, because... People largely forget that after we record these, half the time I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> Let, let's start with that. Yes. Once we finish recording, I don't even remember what I said half yeah. the time. These are not premeditated conversations or discussions that we have. This is like real raw, authentic thoughts in the moment type situation. So I'm actually a lot of times going back, watching the episodes, feeling like I'm hearing it for the first time. For the very, like yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. laughing and at my own stuff because. I don't remember saying that. Yeah. And then I hear it. I'm like, yo, I was wild. <laughs> like, I was wild. Uh, so, yeah, I, it'd be like that. So, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it feel like that. It, it really does feel like that. And half the time, people can come. My wife be quoting the episodes. Same. And, and she'd be like, yeah, because such and such and such and such. I said, don't you do it. Stop listening. Don't you do it. Don't, don't, don't throw something that I said <laughs> in my face. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Anyways, um, so what's good with you, man? Everything. Uh, busy, tired, you know. You know my my lifestyle. Working mm -hmm. a lot. I thought life would slow down when school let out. Yeah. But I still feel like I'm moving at the same pace that I was moving. So break ain't really break mm -hmm. um, for me right now. But it's cool. You know, mm -hmm. it is what it is. I get through it. I do it. But uh, With the kids being home, how in, they're in your workspace. They're in my workspace. So how does that work? It actually pisses me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> it pisses me off. For all of those who are questioning me not talking to my children after 9 o'clock, which they still do anyway. Like, let me just be for real. They're yes. not supposed to be, but they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're not supposed to be, but they are. But... I, okay, I work from home. Think about right now. They're on summer break. They don't go to daycare. They don't do, like, summer camps or anything like that. Um, so most of the day, they're in my space. They're in my workspace. I have a routine because they kids go to school. You know, Sharita's a teacher, so she'd be at the school as well. I'm at home by myself. 
in the That's comfort of ex- my home, yeah. in the quiet, in the quietness. I'm in my my zone. No one's talking to me. No one's bothering me. I actually have the freedom to work. I do work. I get it done. So that way, when they come home, I can close my laptop. I can devote my attention to whatever it is mm-hmm. and, and focus on them without trying to to balance or anything like that. But when they're at home, and I'm working from home, the the thing that people don't understand is, as long as you're from the male perspective, talking about husbands and fathers, as long as your body is visible, everyone else thinks that you're available. You're available, yes. If your body is visible, yes, you're available. Bro. So no matter what I got going on, if they can see me, they think that they have access to me. And it's hard to blur, to draw the line with them that, look, I know I'm your daddy. I know you see me. I know we at home, but I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and to some degree, they understand it because they come by, they see me on my laptop, they see other people on the screen, so they can tell I'm in meetings and things like that. But largely, it's like, you know, um, can you help me with lunch? Can you make X, Y, and Z for me? Am I allowed to have this? Can I go outside? Look at what I was doing on my thing. You know, and then... You know, they'll come interrupt my meetings. They'll stick their head in my... <laughs> I, I, I try to have my, like, virtual background and stuff on, but yeah. they still sometimes, because they're in such close proximity, you can kind of see their head yeah. bouncing bouncing behind and then people chuckling at work because they can see my kids and hear them in the background and stuff. And I'm like, it irritates my soul because I, when I'm working, I don't care what it is. I don't want to be interrupted. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. be able to finish the work. So that way, when I'm done with the work, I'm done with it. Because I'm one of those people that if something is not finished, I can't rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot rest with with things undone. Yeah, I yeah. just cannot do it. Mm-hmm. I've tried it. Can't. I don't even know how people take breaks. They take a break in the middle of something and come back to it later or never come back to it at all. Mm. And I would lose my mind. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I have to finish. I have to see it through. I don't care what time of day it is. So I don't like to be interrupted. And I know that it's innocent for them, but it's the interruptions that frustrate me where I'm like, all right, either one, y'all got to get the hell out of here or I got to go. <laughs> so, work, being I'm surprised a, you don't post up like in a room or something like that. It don't, being in a room don't matter. Being in a room don't matter. They'll come in a the room, they'll knock on the door or something like that or open it. it they know I'm there. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. They know I'm there. And so this year has been a, a little bit tougher for me because usually, uh, since they're on the same schedule, Sharita would also be off. Yes. They would go out and do things. They get up. They go to the pool. They go to the amusement park. They go out, do other activities, this and that, whatever. And that gives me that break, that time, whatever. But this year, my wife decided to throw me a curveball and sign up to teach summer school. Oh. So that threw me off. That's why I was talking so much trash about looking forward to to summer break. (laughs) I thought I had that in the pocket. I'm like, summer break coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to be free. Then yeah. she threw a curveball at me and was like, I'm going to teach summer school. And, you know, she tried to play me, tried to position it like, I'm just trying to help us put some extra money in the house. I mean, that is a good point, though. That is, that. <laughs> <laughs> so she tried to play me or whatever. So she doing her little summer school thing on and off or, or whatever have you. But that threw me off. So it frustrated me because now my schedule is off, my routine is off. Sure. The stuff that I do is that stuff that I do is off. So I really try my best to give people my undivided self. And when they don't understand that the fr- there's multiple frustrations happening. 
on different levels. I'm frustrated that I'm trying to work and I'm being interrupted, mm. but I'm also frustrated that now I'm not able to devote my proper attention to my work, yes, which supplies everything that we have. Yeah. But then I'm also frustrated that I can't supply the attention to that your kids want my family and what, and what they want to do and them not fully understanding that I do want to do that, but I can't do that. Yeah. 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 So then I'm frustrated on, you know, different levels. So it's difficult for me to navigate. So by that time, that's why I'm like, I've been working all day and they've been helping me work all day. (laughs) They've been talking to me. And then after I close my laptop, I interact with them and do stuff with them. So that's when I'm like, all right, after I done done all of that at nine o'clock, Respectfully, it's a yeah. Respectfully, leave, leave me alone. Respectfully. respectfully, you know what I'm saying. And I and I that and that's what I'm saying. I I had to draw some little lines, draw some little whatever because they take it too far. Yeah. And I talked about it. Like if it's an emergency or if you're sick, come holler at me. But that's the thing. They don't know what an emergency. And I'm is. about to get to that. <laughs> just because you brought that up, so it's just like, look, if it's an emergency or you sick, holler at me. Come holler at me. Yes. I got you. Yes. If it's an emergency, (laughs) (laughs) emphasis on emergency or sick, come holla at me. You got to define for little kids what emergency means. Let me tell you what emergency is not. So the other day, (laughs) (laughs) people want to know how my life is going. You ask me how my life is going, Uh I'm uh open book. This is how my life is going. Yes. The other day, sleep, finally got to sleep after a long day of work. One Something in the morning, one thirty had to be one thirty. Something in the morning. I'm sleeping so good I didn't even hear my door open. That's how good I'm sleeping right now. I feel someone tapping me on my shoulder. Tap 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 tap. Immediately know it's one of the kids because I know my wife ain't about to wake me up and bless me at one thirty. <laughs> so I immediately know it's one of the kids. Look over. It's the it's the big one. It's Miles. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. He usually don't bother me in the middle of the night. Something must be wrong with him. So I practicing dad patience. I'm like, hey, what's what's going on? What's up, man? Uh, my do rag came off. Can you help me put it back on? <laughs> that is a black kid emergency, my, bro. My do rag came off. Can you help me put it back on? My do rag. Okay, Troy. Yes, I know you're trying to find some wholesomeness in what I'm and what I'm saying right now. You're trying to give him some grace. And I know where you're going with this. My do-rag <laughs> came off. Mel. Can you help me put it back on? That's not an emergency, number one. I understand it's a situation. Yes. But it's not an emergency. I know you got your little two strands. You happy about it. You want protected. <laughs> but that is not a just cause to wake me up is at 1.30 right. in right. the morning. You're right. Okay, so I did and find some fault with myself, though, because I didn't practice one of my rules. What's one of your rules? I didn't teach him how to tie his own do-rag. You didn't teach a man how to fish. I didn't teach the man how to fish. Now, Mm -hmm. if I would have taught him how to tie his own Mm do-rag, maybe he would have found a resolve in himself to tie his own do-rag without coming to wake me up at 1.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I do recognize that there was something that I could have personally done differently in this situation. Sure. But aside from that, now that I've made that wholesome statement, (laughs) (laughs) do not bring your ass in my room at 1.30 in the morning (laughs) 
to have me refit your do-rag, okay? After I've done all that I've done in the day and need to sleep to do, to do it again tomorrow, that do-rag can wait. Now, I, let me say this. I'm not trying to defend him. I'm trying to defend all black little kids around, especially little boys around the world. Because I know if it was me and my mom saw that I woke up without my do-rag on, she would have yelled at me or something like that because you didn't know what you was going to be doing wrong that day in my household, to be quite honest with you. So the reason why I say that is because he might have woke you up for the sake of showing, hey, I care about this because you told me I need to start caring about this. So help me make sure that I keep you happy because you wanted me to care about this. <laughs> I appreciate your wholesome view. <laughs> but that is not what he was doing. He was excited about his hair. That let's just tell tell it like it is. It sounds like he's his son, he, his dad's son. He been growing out his little fro top or whatever he got going on. <laughs> <laughs> because he wants so badly to do his little two strand twist on the top and shave around the sides like the rest of the kids and so why NBA need a players that we for? be doing. Because after he got his two strand twist, he wanted to protect it. He oh, oh to go the to, twist already been put the in. The twist already been okay, put okay, in. Okay, okay, okay. He got the twist. He's excited about the twist now because he like I got okay my, I got my hair I got this going on so he's excited about the hair not that he was worried about making me happy Troy but Mel now that and I didn't even know that part I thought he was just trying to keep his waves uh going but no. now that you mentioned that he might have been afraid that he be yelled at because he woke up and his two hand two strand <laughs> twist was all kinked up or fuzzy because I I can hear my mom today I just spent this money uh for you to go get this done and you messing it up and stuff like that. What's wrong with you? And that's my, and that is in our DNA that we are afraid that we are going to fail our parents and at the expectations that they have for us. What I would have expected him to do was keep his ass in his room. (laughs) (laughs) He was excited about his hair. Uh-huh. That's all that that was. Yes. It wasn't nothing about trying to make sure that I was pleased or nothing like that or that he didn't get in trouble for messing up his hair. And if his, I personally wouldn't have been mad if his do-rag came off in his sleep. That happens. I've had yeah, do-rags. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Depending on how wild you sleep, he sleeps wild anyway. So I would have just preferred he sit on that until the morning and then say my do-rag came off last night. I didn't know how to put it back on. Can you show me how to? So, you know? so the question is now: Do you, do do you tell him, "Hey, I appreciate your your desire for good stewardship over your <laughs> hair." Okay. However, this is not an emergency. I so let me tell you, I did have good self management at first. After. I okay okay I had good self management to start yes because I perceived that he had a real emergency and I was making myself available yeah okay okay so then after I learned that I probably didn't need to be available for what he wanted <laughs> for what he wanted I did say all right come on bro like this is not an emergency to wake me up for but I will help you with your do rag I did let him know this is not an emergency I will help you mm-hmm. but. Th- Please don't wake me up at 1.30 about a do-rag, okay? And then I told him in that moment, I said, tomorrow I'll teach you how to tie your own do-rag. Because that's so that what black guys do. That, so that you know how to put it on. And then I'll tell you what happened after that. 
<laughs> for four days in a row, I forgot to teach this man how to tie a rope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my bad, Miles. I know you be listening, uh, bro. I forgot to teach you how to tie the do-rag. I, I got you today. When I get home today, I'm going to teach you how to tie the, to tie the do-rag. That's what's up. I forgot, though. He be listening? Sometimes. I, ca- I catch him sometimes listening. And I listen in the car when we go ah, places, too. And I know he be listening sometimes. And But the kids always, um, I don't want to say pick on me, but they always be like, yeah, I, see you, I see you on TV. They talk about when I be watching the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So they be... They be paying attention a little bit. I got you. I got you. Well, I'm glad that you, that you, this is not the male that I met. I'm different for, 10 the, years for ago. the babies. For the kids, I'm different. Yeah. For the kids, I'm different. Bro, I've known you for 10 years. And it's a long time. That's a long time. I'm just saying. Sometimes I wish I had the amount of patience for my children and other people's children for uh, like adults. Hmm. I notice I notice that I have a better. I'm just better better able to manage patience with the youth. Well, let me tell you I this: with adults, maybe this will help you. Adults are nothing but bigger, older kids. If you remember that, that will help you go a long way. When you try to explain something to somebody and they don't catch it, oh. You're still in your kid phase. You're just an old kid. When you try to, I'm being, I'm being serious. I know you are. I'm being dead serious. I'm when, trying to open my ears to hear you right now. <laughs> when you, when you, <laughs> when you can't find, when someone is is pressing your patience, mm-hmm. they are in their kid bag. Okay. In that in that moment, I'm when I realized that is that we are we are nothing but talking to experienced and by experience, I'm not talking about like good experience. I'm talking about just aged. Just they've they've experienced life, experienced kids on a day to day basis. It helps me to understand and be a little bit more patient with with the people that I and for me, too. You know, what I'm saying because I realize I don't always follow or I'm gathering or I might be 13 year old Troy today instead of 39 year old Troy. You feel me? So when I realized that that helped me to understand, Okay, let me extend some some grace and some patience to this individual. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna act like that's not tough for me. It's gonna it's gonna be tough for me. I'm not gonna promise it right now. I'm gonna say that I'll be working on it. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'll be okay, I, all right. I do work on it. I try to get better with it. Depending on who it is. Sure. I'm gonna be honest. Depending on who it is, if they're in close proximity <laughs> to me. Well, okay. If they're in close proximity to me. Yes. I've been trying to practice being more patient. Yes. And I've been trying to practice how I present information. Yes. I've been slowing down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been slowing down and I've been at least taking a second to say, how can I say this better than what I'm feeling right now? Yes. For, for those who don't know about a month ago, I told me and me and Melvin, we're having a, a, a heart to heart. And I told him, I said, Hey bro, you don't realize this, but you're, you're black Thanos. <laughs> okay. You're black. Thanos. You're Blanos. Okay. You already know the outcome. And you know how to get to the outcome, and you know your way or what you want to do to get to the outcome. However, some people can't receive your mode of transportation to the outcome mm. from A to B. So, therefore, you have to slow it down for them to catch up in order to get there. Some of us are gifts with a gift with the ability of of 
quick discernment. I received that. Quick discernment. And I believe that you are one of those individuals who are gifted with discernment um, in a sense of knowing that this is where we're trying to get to. And this is and quickly, this is how we're going to get to it. I, 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 I do believe that. However, you are Moses guiding the people of Israel. And if you know anything about that, they was cutting up. So you saying I gotta wander around in the wilderness? <laughs> I gotta you wander. Don't have, I gotta wander around in the wilderness and wait for that dead weight to die off you, for a new birth to yes, come in, so that we can move. To you it. have to be willing. You have to be willing to be that patient to let some of that dead weight on those people die off. Now, sometimes you gotta make choice decisions. You just gotta do it quickly. You know what I'm saying? And you just gotta do that. But in other situations, you have to realize, okay, this is not going to be a quick process. And so I need to pull back a little bit in order for people to catch up. Okay. Because Moses was at the front of the pack. I'm sorry to have Bible study right now, but Moses was at the front of the pack. (laughs) Moses was at the front of the pack, but that still meant that there were millions of people following behind him. And there are people like way, 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 way back that he has to, once he gets to a place, he has to stop, let them catch up. Travel some more, stop, let them catch up. And then got to add in the God factor. Okay, so God doesn't want me to go straight to the point. He wants me to go around the bush. You know, he wants me to He wants me to come back to a place and revisit this and maybe hash out a conversation about something that we didn't necessarily get clarity on or something like that. And then we proceed back. And it seems like you're doubling back. But in some instances, you end up you end up strengthening uh, the people around you, and you strengthen your discernment at the same time and your patience. Mm. And I'm not gonna say it's easy because he was chosen, bro. and it was tough for him. It was tough. My favorite Moses story is he burnt the calf into drinkable uh, portions, and he made people drink that. That's my favorite joint because mm. he was mad. <laughs> And show this humanity. You know what I'm saying? And so your humanity will be tested on every single moment. In the midst can of I just tie I'm just tired of testing. Can and I just can I I just that's I'm being for real. No, like, I'm just real. tired of being tested. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's draining. Testing is draining. I I SOL tested, <laughs> Scantron testing, <laughs> any test. I was so tired of tests. I'm tired of tests. But testing. a purpose of a test is to show you where you still need work in. And to in the areas where you need work in, you are getting better at to prepare you for the next level. So the question is, do we want to go to the next level or are we comfortable where we are? I'm always trying to go to the next level. I think the, and this may be why it's difficult, because for me, I don't always view the next level as something that incorporates others if i'm saying this properly to what you're talking about is having to stop let people catch up stop let them also get strengthened to where i'm strengthened so that we can move forward sometimes and i'm gonna say sometimes a lot of times in my mind me going to the next level is about me doing the internal work on myself to get forward or to go somewhere else i'm not thinking of it from in order for me to go to the next level i gotta slow down to let a few other people catch up to my strength level to move in a different direction. So then my mind is not focused on that. So then if I do have to stop and rest 
or stop and turn around and go and go back, I'm like, you're impeding my progress to mm-hmm. where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is the the thing. And I and I guess it could be that my my struggle with patience with adults, I think, has more to do with comprehension than you thinking uh, that they should be able to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's depending on the subject matter. But that's assumption that they are on the same level as you. You should also think of it like this. People ain't on my level, bro. When you think about it like that, you just realize, okay, you're not on my level. Let me help you get up here. Come on, buddy. (laughs) I don't think about that. (laughs) If I did that, I'd be, if I did that, this is going to sound terrible. If I did that, I'd probably be sitting there like, I'm around a bunch of idiots. No, 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 no. Look at it as a parent helping a child learn how to walk. I have no rebuttal. I'm just going to receive what you're saying. <laughs> I'm going to receive what you're saying right now and do the internal work on myself. I'm just that I think that's my level of frustration with adults a lot of time is comprehension. And we talked about it earlier. Like, you know, um talked about it earlier in the sense of when when me and you were talking about the posts on social media and I was like, uh, I noticed, I used to know that people don't listen, but I quickly now see how people definitely do not listen. Oh, yeah. Now that definitely. we're putting, now that we have like uh, content out there for people to provide their opinion on yeah. and how quickly people don't comprehend what you're saying or they don't listen to what you're saying and they just, the first one or two seconds or the one thing that they want to grab onto they just hold on to it for dear life. And then I'm sitting there like, I didn't even say that. Didn't like, say that yeah, at I didn't all. say that at all. Like <laughs> what you think you heard, you didn't hear. Yeah. And I think that's my frustration or lack of patience with adults because now I'm dealing with a situation to me that's not even proper because you're basing it, our interaction off of something that I didn't even say. Yeah. You didn't even hear what I said. Mm-hmm. So now that's why I say I don't have patience in terms of comprehension. And where I say, that's why I get offended sometimes if I feel like, no, they're not listening to what I'm saying. I just end the conversation. Sure, sure, sure. Because I feel like I'm going in a a circle or whatever. So I think that's where I have more patience with children, their level of comprehension and understanding because I'm like, they haven't experienced as much. They haven't been exposed to as much. So then I have a, the heartstring is easier because I'm like, all right, they don't know no better. Yeah. This is a child I'm dealing with. But yeah. You want me to look across the table at a 40-year-old man. I'm saying 40-year-old man because I'm looking at you. Like, <laughs> oh, show him show him some grace. Be, yeah. be patient. His comprehension may not be where where it's supposed to be. Or or and then I'd be like, well, when when is the comprehension gonna comp- start comprehensioning? <laughs> when is when is it gonna get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I just gotta rest in what you're saying and stop putting my speed or expectations on other people, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the thing, bro. Your speed is at light speed, and other people's speed are at turtle. We'll catch up. Catch up. No pun intended. I mean, and that's the truth. They do need to catch up. I'm not trying to, I'm trying, not trying to relieve anybody of, of any responsibility of catching up. Not at all. Because as much as you're doing the work, you want to see the people that you're doing the work for also do some work. Yeah. Don't leave me out here by myself. And that's why I be feeling myself. like I'm at most of the time doing the work by myself. And that's why I get frustrated. And that's why I don't, I'm, and I'm going to be honest. That's why I don't be listening to what people be saying a lot of time. <laughs> 
That's why I don't be listening to what they be saying a lot of time because I feel like I'm doing all the work by myself. Yeah. And if I'm feel, and if I'm doing all the work by myself, who the hell are you to tell me anything? It's how I be feeling sometimes or most of the time because I be feeling like I'm doing the work by myself. And it's not just now. I feel like I've had that experience um, my whole life where I feel like I'm always expected to do more than someone else or I'm always getting the speech of, well, you got to be the bigger person or you can handle more than they can do or you comprehend faster than most people, so you got to let them catch up. <laughs> or, you know, it's always a, a a room for grace for other people. Yeah. You know, for them to have time to do whatever. But for me, it's always been like, you know better, you got to do better. You know, we expect more from you, this and that, whatever. So then I'm like, if I'm always in that space of having to do the most work or having to be the bigger person or whatever, who are you to tell me anything and why should I be listening to you? Yeah. Because you're already not doing the work anyway. Yeah. So that's my frustration. When is somebody else going to have to start being expected to do some damn work instead of just me? Well, I'm not trying to make excuses for people <laughs> once again, but I will say this. We don't, we shouldn't be doing things with the expectation that we're going to get something back. I agree. One of the most freeing things my wife told me uh, when we got married, for some strange reason, everybody thought we was rich when we was living off of cheese and crackers for a long period of time. For some people, some reason, some people thought we was rich. So they had no problem asking us for money. Well, we loaned somebody some money one time. And uh, we didn't get the money back in time enough that they had promised. So I got a little upset. My wife said this. She said, look, when it comes to giving, don't you give with the expectation that you probably won't get it back in return. Just know that you did what you the right thing that was supposed to be done in that moment. And when she told me that, that freed me so much, not only for monetary type of things, but also morality type of things. When I when I when I act a certain way towards somebody, I'm not going to expect them to have a complete turnaround. But I will. But what I will have is a a historical track of me performing and acting in this way. And if you never change, that's oh well. At least I held my integrity in each one of those actions that I had towards you. And so uh, that's the reason why I was able to make it through my last job after uh, the incidents that I had back in 2017. I was able to stay there until 2021. Uh, I was like, you know, you treated me this way. But uh, now this did not come easy. I had to go to counseling. My counselor had to bring this, uh, had to give me uh, insight on this. So I'm not going to say I came up this one myself. But he can't, he gave me the insight saying, hey, man, sometimes being a bigger person, you got to realize ain't no you're going to be the only big person in the situation. Mm. <laughs> ain't nobody else going to be big just for you. And so when he told when he shared that with me, it just it brought me some peace and I was able to make it through until the time when I transitioned out. Well, hopefully I can get you some peace because I don't have peace about it right now. And I'm going to tell you that while we looking at each other. Uh, I don't have peace. I don't have peace about it because I don't always want to be expected to be the one doing all the work. Sure. I want someone else to do some work. Yes. I'm, I don't know how many times people need to hear me say I'm tired. Y'all think that cause I got a lot of energy and I bring it and I just Listen, do, and I just do the, I just do the work. I just put my head down and do the work, whether it's life, 
whether it's actual job, yes. whatever it is, I know I got a duty, an obligation. I know that there are expectations on me, so I put my head down and I do the work. Yes. That does not mean I'm enjoying the work. It, it don't mean that uh, I have the energy for the work that I'm, that I'm putting out. A lot of times I'm running on fumes, but I know that, I'm, like we talked about a while ago, I understand now of days who I am to people. Before, I didn't really understand who I was to other people. Sure. I only saw myself as who I am. I didn't take into account who I might be to other people. Now that I understand who I am to others, there's just a certain um, understanding that I have that whether I'm tired or not, this has to be performed because of what it provides to others. Sure. So I don't want to add on more work that I'm already doing consistently by always having to be in a situation where I am doing the work and giving people grace to be for lack of better words, mediocre. And that's why I say I don't have peace about it. That's where most of my like frustration comes from. People be like, you don't listen, you arrogant, this and that. I'm, I'm carrying the load. Don't forget who's the jockey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't forget who's the jockey and who's the racehorse in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the racehorse. I'm carrying the load. I'm doing the work. I'm running the race. You're uh -huh. just along for the ride. So when I have that mindset or whatever, then it's just like, again, who are you to tell me anything at all about what I got going on? And when are you going to add some legs to this race or, or whatever it is that we doing? Yeah. Um, just in general. And I'm not talking about my like marital relationship or anything. I'm talking about my life experience yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in general, in mm -hmm. every area of my life. So, um, Friends, family, work, friends, kids, family, all work, stuff. whatever yeah. it is. And people like, because I know that I have to do that because I know that, um, I am a confidant or a safe haven for others. I just continue to put my head down and perform. It's not because I'm elated to do so. And I don't have no problem taking care of those around me. Like, yeah. I just want everyone who know me know that, like, I don't have no problem with that. You call me, I'm always going to be there. I'm going to show up. Um, but it's just like, <laughs> it do get tiring. And if I'm being honest, it gets tiring. I am tired. Most days I'm tired. Today I'm tired. <laughs> Today I'm tired. I'm tired right now. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm doing it. So I, I think that's my, my biggest frustration of already doing the work, mm -hmm. doing most of the work and then being expected to add on to that work while it seems like everyone else gets grace and room to take the time mm -hmm. to not have to put up you know what I'm saying as much. And I, I think that's why I feel like I don't have peace about it. What if your well actually let me let me let me make this point first. Uh because you said something earlier and I forgot what it was when respond to. You said going to the next level, you're ready to go there yourself. One thing I want to let you know is that um you are ready but now you are a village. Mm. And now because you are a village, you're ready to go. You have the plan, you have the vision, but because it's so many people and things and, and things that are tied to you, you're a village. Now you're not just yourself. Kind of similar to the whole, you know, once I get married, you know, I ain't my own person right. no more. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you are a village, so I do want to encourage you. And, and I'm not saying that because you're, you're married or you're whatever. How, who you are built, even without the marriage, just in your family. You know what I'm saying? 
in your family, you are a staple that holds everything together. I'm not sure if you know that or I do know that. And that's <laughs> what I'm saying when I'm saying you are a staple that holds everything together. And because you are a staple, unfortunately, you have been unfortunately, fortunately, because you have been seen, you have been deemed uh, uh, um, capable of managing this. Your role is to be mindful of the village. It sucks. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not saying I ain't gonna hold you. It sucks. I'm not saying it's it always sucks. I'm just saying that like we've talked about before, there's usually it's just you're never off. That yeah, that I'm part. never off. That part, yeah. Like I'm never off. I don't think people understand that. I'm never off. Mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always on. Yeah. And that's the that's the part. That's that's what I mean. Like it again, it's not I'm not mad about being a staple. I'm not mad about being a rock. I understand that. I know that. I understand that. I see that. I see what I bring. The yeah. difference of how a room changes when I walk into it. Not saying that I'm not putting it like that, but I will I would I would allow you to put it like I'm that. I'm just saying I'm I I've learned that I'm one of those people that when I'm in the room, you know that I'm there. And when I'm not in the room, you know that I'm missing. Sure. Let me say it that way. Ooh, that's a bar. So, um, because I understand that and because I know that, that's why I keep pushing, you know, in the direction because I do know that is a thing. And it's not that I have a problem with being that. It's just that I want to have the ability to rest. Yes. So that I can keep doing that. At some, at some time, let me be able to rest. But I'm never able to rest i don't think people understand that when i say that they think i'm just saying it to say it i'm never resting even when i'm sleeping i'm not resting because there's still something that needs to be done so let's attack it from another angle what would being able to turn off look like for you if somebody else could just pick up something from time to time you know what i mean it's not like um I'll use work, for example, being in leadership, sure, extremely draining, you know what I'm saying, to a certain degree uh, where it's like you feel blessed that everyone feels that they can come to you with all the issues because they believe you have the answer. But at the same time, you wish that they had enough mental fortitude to take or care resilience of to take care of it themselves. Do I want to hear about every issue and problem that you have? No. Sometimes I would rather hear you say, I ran into this issue earlier. This is what I did about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or this happened earlier. This is what I tried to do to fix it. It didn't work out. So since what I did didn't work, now I'm asking you yeah. your thoughts. Instead of as soon as this happens, you bringing it to me. Yeah. You know, some like something like that. Or, you know, um, <coughs> not having to um, manage or carry the load and expectations of holding everything together sure. all the time. Do I always have to be the person that comes to the rescue? Can someone else make themselves available sometimes to come to the rescue or does it always have to be me? Or do people just default to me because they just expect me to. And they know you're going to deliver. Be there and mm-hmm. they know I'm going to deliver. So it's, it's situations like that. So that's what I mean by being able to be, you know what I'm saying? Off to a degree. Like I'm never off. So, um, is it possible to, just in the work scenario alone, is it possible to, or have you made it known 
that to a certain extent, hey guys, I need for you to step up. Oh, absolutely. I put the expectations on people to step up and give them room to step up and grow and provide them with resources to be able to do it on their own, those type of things. Um, but largely it's similar to the conversation we have right now. Everybody's brain don't work like that. Everybody don't have the same type of re resilience that you do. Everybody don't have the same um, mind about being diligent in their work as you do. Some people are just there to get a paycheck. So are they going to try as hard to do the work? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially where we are right now. Everyone feels like they're drained from society. Are people really working as hard as they could work right now? Largely, no. Yeah. Everyone's maintaining to be able to take care of themselves, protect their mental health and everything else that they have going Everything we else that they have going on. literally just tell people to take care of their mental health. I know, health. but I'm just saying some people use that soundbite to get out sure. of doing things. I agree. You know, um, so yes, to a degree, yeah, but I, it's like, even in the position of leadership, not ex expecting me from others. Sure. I can't expect that they're going to be as diligent in their work as, as me, you know, and I'm only using the work scenario because that's what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if life was the same way, similar to what we talked about with the kids, the do situation with the do rag, I would have much rather him been able to manage that process himself. Mm -hmm. Do you need to wake me up at one to put on the do rag? Do I appreciate that you feel like you can come to your dad at any time of the hour to get your, problem or need met yes i yeah. i like obviously but i want you to be able to do that yourself as well yeah you know like uh even with even with my spouse with my wife do i like that she includes me in things absolutely do i uh enjoy being uh her, her source of provision or the person she feels like she can call on when she's going through something absolutely do I want her to have a certain level of decision-making or mental fortitude that she can possibly navigate some challenges on her own without always having to bring it to me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, that's like rest and help to me. So I'm trying to um, help build others up around me so that they too can have similar strength as me. So that way it's not always reliant on me to make and decide and do, and that it feels like there's other people in this community doing and working on it, you know what I'm saying, with yeah. you. Yeah, so yeah. that's, I mean, that's what I mean by rest. Yeah. Being able to turn off. I will say this in your favor. Uh, you did a good job. This oper this time when your son comes to you and says, hey, can you tie my do-rag? And you let him know, hey, this wasn't an emergency. You actually, you created a boundary that could potentially, uh, so this one time, of interruption of sleep probably saved you 10 more times down the future because you said the very thing, Hey, this ain't an emergency. Right. And so hopefully he re reviews his next situation <laughs> that happens. He's like, well, dad told me last time this won't an emergency. Let me, is me not happen. Is me missing a sock right now? An emergency? Probably not. not. All right. Let me just go ahead and go back to sleep. So I think I will say this in the midst of you trying to turn off or have an opportunity turn to turn off, you definitely did a great job. And I, and I hate to say this, Hey people, you got to set boundaries with your kids. Got okay. To. You got to. And kids are people too. They are. Kids are people. Kids are too. people too. Kids ain't nothing but little people. People feel like because they have <laughs> kids that kids are obligated to every minute of their 24 hour day. And that's not true. Because if you create a, uh, a kid who expects that they should have attention at any time that they right. want it, you're creating a monster. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think what you did was you set a good boundary with that. And just be mindful that each time that you take out a time to be like, hey, I'll help you. Uh, but also realize this is what it infringed on. You're setting good boundaries for yourself so that eventually you may not have that turn off time now, mm -hmm. but you may have it in the near future. Right. And I hope that for you too. Look, and I don't, I don't want people listening to this to feel like they're burdening me or that I don't want to be involved in their lives and that I don't want to be who I am to them and stuff like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that sometimes it would be nice to receive the same outputs that I'm providing to other people. That's really all I'm saying. That's a like bar. That, that's it. Like, and I think that's a reasonable ask. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Or a healthy attempt. A healthy attempt, like at least let me, you know, let me see it. Yes, you know what I'm saying, or, or or whatever like that. That's all I'm saying. It's not, it's not about. Obviously, I want to do those things. Sure, you know what I'm saying. I actually enjoy doing those things. It's just sometimes I want to be able to receive the same output that I'm giving to other people. Yeah, most definitely. That's all. What's our what's the what's the moral to the story? Man, I feel like we talked about a lot. Um, set boundaries. Moral, set boundaries could be one. Yes. Healthy boundaries, kid, man, woman, or child. Yes. <laughs> and you can set boundaries. I think our fear of setting boundaries is we're afraid that we're going to hurt someone's feelings. But if we can learn to sandwich that with love at the same time, just like what you said with your son. Hey, son, this isn't, about, this isn't an emergency. And I also want to let you know I'm going to teach you how to do it right. so you can be able to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a healthy boundary to be set. It's not, it's nothing wrong with that. And I'm learning that too. Unfortunately, here's the thing. If someone puts a burden on you to do something, you're always going to be burdened. If you don't, if you don't take a moment to set a boundary, uh, they'll never share with you in your burden because they'll always know that they can count on you to do something like that. You I know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to just, you got to give it back to them. Hey, I can help you right now, but I, this is the, I don't know if I could be able to help you again. And I'm saying that for myself because I am a people pleaser. And so when people ask me, hey, Troy, can uh, can you do this for me? Oh, case in point, I was helping people move out of their house. And somebody said one day, you are 30 something years old. Why are you moving people out of their house? <laughs> <laughs> and so I heard, I heard it. Now, it took me one or two moves after that. For at, it actually to sink in. But then someone asked me, hey, you helped me move out of my house before. Can you help me move into this new spot? Absolutely not. And I love you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to let you know that I love you. I will help contribute anything financially that I can. Up to $10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But unfortunately, I am not available to do that. And that's okay. It is okay. And that's okay. So you are seen, black man. I appreciate you. You are, you are heard. And I think your plight of not being able to turn off is something that a lot of people can actually, um, can actually relate to. I so I don't think you're by yourself. Well, this has been the Melody's D's Podcast, y'all. And until next time, a hey, lace. And I'll save it till you get back. <laughs> I'll, I'll save it till you get back. I was about to fry you up for real.
just to close out the podcast on a toxic note, but it is what it is. Enjoy your vacation. We'll look forward to getting you back, bro. And until next time, we out.